Trish, I'm gonna sing this song while I lay down in this chair. This song is gonna mostly be about a baby bear. Oh. The bear ate honey, the bear ate bees, the bear ate a boy, and the bear ate a tree, and then he <laughs> ate a car, and then he killed a man. He stabbed a baby, then he fucked a dad, and he's not afraid to fuck a man in the butt. Going to town and fuck shit up, yeah, he's a It's really crude. I don't think you, I don't I like lo- that submission. I, I, I How was that? Was it's that very crude? What is that from? That's was from I not on table that? Table talk way back yeah. in the day. It's, it's an oldie, really but wow. A yeah. So it's it's no, it it's not even nerd. table talk. It was source fed nerd. It was source fed nerd, and it was like a movie review, maybe. I forget. Or wow. TV show review. No, you got. Do you remember there was like a there was a source fed nerd version of Table Talk for a while. It was a hangout and answer questions thing, or it was common uh, commentary. commentary. Yeah, it yeah. was nerd comment commentary. You guys had beanbags. Yeah. Wow, that feels like that memory was plucked from my brain, and I it didn't want to it didn't want to come you to the forefront. Have, you might have been on that one time. I don't think I I think I was maybe on it one time, and I was like, yeah. I'm not oh, your yeah, guy. Oh yeah, I think you were on it one time. Wow, uh, man, we really tried to capture that comment commentary love, but we just couldn't fucking. We ooh. tried so fucking hard to recreate what yes. made SourceFed so good for so long, kicking and screaming. <laughs> yeah. And it just never fucking worked out because those motherfuckers didn't listen! Just kidding, I'm uh, Welcome, if you're a new listener, we come from a thing called SourceFed, and we now are part of a thing called Valley Folk, and this is a podcast we do every week called The Valley Cast, where we each bring a topic to the table. I'm Elliot Morgan, that's Joe Barrett, that's Steve Zaragoza. Normally we have Lee Newton, but we've had a long few weeks, and she, she's staying at home, everyone is resting, half resting, half doing work, so we have a special guest, one of our good friends and friends of our, uh, from SourceFed, Sam Bass. Sam Basher. Sam Basher was just featured in the just featured in the uh, in the revered periodical, um, your hometown newspaper. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the Signal shout. Oh, out. that's cool. Wait, man. wait, 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 wait. What happened? It's real uh, so, cool. Uh, it's really I, great. A friend from friend from high school uh, hit me up on Facebook. Was like, oh, well, we want to just basically. He was like, oh, my friend knows SourceFed. <laughs> And he's like, "Do you still do that?" And he's like, "No." Uh, and, like, and he's like, "Well, we still want to talk about what it, what you do. Can we talk? Can you come and do an interview?" So we did an interview at a coffee shop in my hometown. And man, I am just—I'll just admit, a little stupid that I realized that she just recorded the entire conversation, like oh, intros. You didn't realize? No, I didn't realize she was recording everything. So I didn't say anything <laughs> stupid, but like all of my ums and ums and, and everything oh, is in the article. Oh, you weren't speaking in sound bites like you're supposed to in those. Like, no, it's just that it's not they, about the they nerd tra- stuff. For I mean, it's about the passion behind it. Yeah. I think what he's saying is, is they, they just transcribed literally everything that was said normally, to print. Normally they clean it up, though. They, yeah, they cleaned up enough of it. They, took, they, they promoted what I wanted to promote. Also, it was kind of cool because they put me on the front page, and I didn't know they so, were going to do that. Sam, you've, cool. been, yeah. you, you've been part of some really big things. You're doing a big thing now, and we'll talk about that in a second. But I, I think you're all going to agree, I, th- I hope, that you could get, a, you could get a 10 million hits on a video you could uh, get your uh, get your projects shouted out in Variety or Deadline, some of those big Hollywood things. The trades. Nothing feels the papes weirdly better than getting in your small hometown newspaper 
and like being I don't know I feel like never love it never more naked I feel like is what uh, I feel my, my most vulnerable like publicly like, I that's, love it I feel like I I'm hidden from my hometown to the point that it every now and then I still get messages from people who are like hey I just stumbled across your texture and I'm like oh wow yeah oh man oh no this is <laughs> this is so weird for me I'm going back to do a Tampa do a stand up show in Tampa nice. on May 22nd you're gonna be in your hometown and newspaper a lot of my hometown and there's somebody who is from my hometown newspaper who wants to talk there to me there you go and now you so go I'm about to go through this and I'm I'm very or no, maybe it's just maybe it's pocket. I don't know, but it's uh, something like that. It always very... feels real good, mm-hmm. and it's happened a couple. times I guess for it me. is. It is a good feeling. It's, it's weird. It's good. Strange. You grew yeah. up reading it, like for whatever reason, in your subconscious. Or the ledger. It the still Lakeland feels ledger. cool, yeah. right? I actually, um, my brother found a time when I was in it before, when I was in fourth grade with my grandparents, who have both sadly passed. But it was just like they, they, we. When I brought home the newspaper to show my parents, he had that by accident when he was doing some cleaning. So it was just kind of a sweet moment where I now have both of those in my house. Cool. Yeah. And if I ever do a scrapbook, I can put those together. And it's, yeah. it's yeah. It, I one hundred percent agree. It's super flattering. And I don't know. It's just it, it felt a little extra special. It's like yep. little childhood Sam getting a shout out from the people that that you grew up around and revered. And uh, I did a, a graduation speech at my high school once. Really? And I was nervous beyond all belief. But looking back on it, it's one of my favorite honors that I've ever had in my Man, life. Man, I'll yep. never get to do that. Because I just know. left my school. I didn't graduate. You never <laughs> just like, they'll, they'll, You get big enough, they'll claim you. <laughs> yeah, but I, I honestly, if, it, if, if any school I've been to asks me because of some form of fame reason to come talk at the school i swear to god i would go and just be like you go you don't want to hear from me i didn't graduate <laughs> from this school i didn't like this school at why that point I... your brand is going to be so established that they're going to be like we know oh, we, right, we, right, like, right. that's <laughs> why we want listen it. to that zaragoza <laughs> shout out to columbia falls high school by the way go wildcats um so sam basher what a treat to have you on the Valley Cast. Thanks for having me. Is this your first time on? This one, yeah. It yeah, is, yeah. yeah. And um, we're so, I love you so much, Sam, and I miss you so much. I miss you too. And, um, you know, it's it's. I have nothing bad to say about you, Sam. You're a good boy, and I'm glad you're here, and I, I think we should do more stuff together. I agree. It's been too long, and, um, you know, we're all busy with our shit, which, by the way, you should talk about what the hell you're working on right now. I kind of, uh, you guys have been busy, and I've been doing a little thing over with uh, my co-host, DJ uh, Oldridge, and we- Also formerly of SourceFood. There yeah. you go. Um, and we just started teaming up with the people behind Life Noggin to make a channel called Might Be Awesome, and the idea is just kind of answering big, nerdy questions using animation, because that's what Life Noggin does, as yep, a bread and yep. butter. And yeah. then we, but we'll dive into them and like find like weird avenues we can go down, and we get to work with awesome animators, and that's been really cool. That's so rad. Mm-hmm. Animated YouTube stuff will always be cool. It's also blowing up right now. Mm-hmm. Like I just, yeah. Yeah. I met a guy named. Do you know who Alex Clark is? I know that. Wait, wait, does he do odd ones out? Uh, he's his own guy, I think, but he does animation. He's mm-hmm. named, and he basically he's been on YouTube for about the same amount of time that Joe has, and he's one of those old school people. But then he recently blew years. up and has yep. like about forty five years. Yeah, and he he blew up to like he's up to like four million subscribers right now. And it's all animation. He's doing like a live stand-up tour and like out of nowhere he's just popping because mm-hmm. one of the reasons being that animation is like huge yeah they've been working hard forever but they only do like one video a month now and it gets like nine million views yeah. and then they wait a month to work on whatever they want to do and then put that out after it's, it's yeah. super cool and it's very challenging because we don't know what to tell the animators <laughs> ever yeah and, and you know what i like about it and, and you can tell us kind of what your frequency is you know we're still kind of we have that that old school again source fed p p PTSD of like we got to put stuff out all the time because that's how it feels and then like maybe you're not putting your best foot forward all of the time um, 
one video whenever you want mm -hmm. you're you know you got to make it big you put in the effort you got to put in the work you're double and triple checking you're doing research and then you're putting ba basically putting forth like a thesis paper you know your dissertation for that month and i feel like that's a different type of creation that sometimes we don't get to focus on and labor heavy yeah mm -hmm. no i 100 percent agree but we are trying to do a mix of both where it's like there's animation segments just a prove our point or to explain what we're talking about so it's we do there's live action there's assets and then there's animation but even then it's like i feel like sometimes my brain's exploding also it's really heavy research it's real like we, we just did a video on what happened to earth after thanos snapped his fingers in infinity war and like what happens to planes what happens to the infrastructure what happens to your wow. your, your, your internal biome because they said like in the movie they said plants and animals died and you're like well that doesn't make any that didn't, that oh, no didn't, more tulips that, that didn't work so Shit. like what happens after that and like what numbers you're looking at for like like death count stuff and it, it's, it's wow. like and what if the bees finally go man what, what if the bees are gone well, exactly for symbiotic relationships if it's completely random that means that like half of the microbes in your body also may die mm -hmm. and therefore like what microbes you have that are like sustaining different yeah. systems in you that you a lot of people would just get sick yeah. without even D dying did you find that there were deaths as a result of the snap oh yeah no like, like human death like easy is what if a pilot like stopped was just disappeared yeah. or got distracted there's 5,000 planes around uh, above the United States at any point and just thinking 2,500 are down or even like mm -hmm. air traffic controllers exactly yeah, yeah that too yeah, yeah. 2,500 wow. are down and how many of those crash on to or into other yeah. and what you like uh, yeah you're just coasts they're gonna yeah and infrastructure like he was saying uh, nuclear power plants uh, dams mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like everything yeah yep. shipping like you or like if big old tankers right mm -hmm. into <laughs> yeah they would there's <laughs> yeah. no one piloting them anymore it's there's uh, uh, there's a lot of unforeseen like there's no balance to it also when it comes to like endangered species versus like uh, species we use for like food or whatnot, yeah. like what what's left after that? It's really interesting. We've been having a blast. Yeah. What if that guy who stops all the earthquakes goes? Like, exactly. what are we gonna do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what we're saying is, is that <laughs> as a result of the snap, hmm? catastrophic <laughs> events occurred that we were not privy to in the universe of the MCU. Thing and so what we're talking about here is so much more death and destruction than we initially thought. Yes. I wonder why they didn't talk about that in the movie. Because it was already four hours long. I think it begs the question why Thanos would choose to do it in the first place. It would basically reveal that like the entire conceit of the first movie didn't make any logical sense, and the reason for him doing it was supposedly based in logic. And it's like, well, this is my way of balancing. But if people were like Sam were to go to Thanos and be like, nah, then the reason for him doing it wouldn't be justified and the plot wouldn't be able and to we're be just moved talking, forward. We're just talking Earth infrastructure. I don't, what about everywhere else? I don't like thinking, I don't like knowing that, I don't like thinking and knowing that our main villain in, a, in an epic finale of a movie series or something is truly just like a big idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. It made sense when it was just humans. Yeah, I don't like big idiots no. as the villain. Because that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it would suck, the planes would suck and all that, but like the resources would still be there. But to just take, if you have, you know, six humans, and you have, if you have six humans, and you have four plants that they can eat, and you get rid of half of each, yep. just, then you the just same. have three. <laughs> it's it's, exactly it's, yeah, the same. It's, it's not, exponentially smaller. It yeah, doesn't make any sense. Mathematic, yeah. It takes very basic math skills if you're removing all the resources and all the people. Nothing like, changed like, except for land it's mass. It's just the idea populated. of ratios. Like John Doe <laughs> Wait, in... Quick pause. 
if you guys start go drifting into the next movie, I have not seen Endgame, so don't go there to ask. Me oh yeah, no, 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 no. no. we haven't touched. Yeah, it. we actually we yeah. haven't touched it even a little bit. Okay, um, but I will say, <laughs> you know, but you are gonna hate John when... Doe from Seven mm-hmm. was like a fucking genius. Like he's a maniac, but he's a fucking genius. Do you remember? Oh yeah. Basically, if you don't remember, John Doe, which played by the late Kevin Spacey, rest Spoilers. in hell. Spoilers if you haven't seen the movie from the 90s, seven. Um, but uh, he, he played this incredible villain, John Doe, in the movie Seven with Brad Pitt and uh, um, Morgan, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Morgan J. Freeman. Morgan J. Freeman. And Gwyneth J. Paltrow. And Gwyneth J. Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Gwyneth Downey Pouch, <laughs> Pepper Downey Pouch. <laughs> you can't put Downey after people's names. <laughs> James can't. Earl Downey Jr. Jones. <laughs> uh, but oh, anyway, no. you know, in Seven, which if you haven't seen Seven, that's like one of the fucking best. It's, it's so amazing. good. It's just like. It's it's one of the a best mur- thriller it, dramas of all time. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. if you if you're one of those fucking millennials that loves those murder shows, and those fucking like yeah, I love mm-hmm. them too, man. I'm great. one of those fucking millennials. The documentary, that's yeah, yeah. Those documentary series or those fucking shows where you know where where they're like they delve into like mm-hmm. what happened to the man in the picture, you know, and and they do all that shit. Then Seven is the fucking movie for you, essentially, because it is that. It's like one of those. I mean, it's it's a work of fiction, but. It's uh, it but it's like a, that, it's, yeah. but it's a killer that kills people using the seven deadly sins. Yep. How does and, this relate back to Thanos? Well, the way it relates back to Thanos is is that Thanos the wasn't, jo- isn't a genius. The, yeah, the John Doe <laughs> yeah. character is like a genius, mm-hmm. and then his last sin is like whatever it is, and then you see what it is, and then you're like, holy shit, now, you're blown away by it. That said, if he messes up, he can just go, oh, I meant whatever, and he can just <laughs> fix it. So he would just be able to. I mean, you'd think that like with the gauntlet. Like Sam, you're you're our resident. Now we're just gonna fucking talk about this the whole time. I I'm don't excited. give a fuck. I'm ready to just wait, talk wait, about wait. This but we're time. gonna we're gonna accidentally step on a. I'm worried I will say a spoiler. And okay, and well let's not. I'm just I just want to ask. So let's be careful, and and not and and so I'm not even talking Dude, about Endgame at all. Super I'm, step no, 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 away. No, no. <laughs> no, because we don't want to. We don't want listeners to also feel like you, Joe, who well, haven't the, seen the movie yet. They do right now. They are very scared. Okay, it's well, interesting. Just know that have... we we've got Sam, who's a good boy mm-hmm. who doesn't spoil shit, mm-hmm. who understands no, the nerd well, world. We got Steve, like who's a good boy good. that doesn't spoil shit and understands. We've got this. It's got very it. it's very rare you hear a conversation in real time with the ex- explicit goal of not spoiling yeah. something. I also yeah. know. You, usually, you're like, "There's no spoilers. We're trying really hard." Well, we're just trying to be respectful because at this point, it's like, yes, Endgame has been out for a while. Yes, if you haven't seen it, you're a piece of shit. You should have seen it already. Okay, I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna go. Goodbye. No, 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 no. <laughs> Stay. It's just that it's three we're hours being... of 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 really good. Yeah, that's the thing. We're being respectful because it is an it is the end of a fucking giant saga of great movies, and I don't. I would never want to spoil anything about All right, make that. Your All right. Make your point. Yeah. So make your point. So anyway, make your point. I, my point is is that so this was my question. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about it from Infinity War. What the fuck does every stone do? Oh, they, they, they used to. Is it to, just nothing? No, it yeah. was comic book garbage. It was like, we got to okay. get this. If you need, like, you know, what, what, like you need all the Dragon Balls to make a wish or whatever. Yeah. And Dragon yeah. Ball, like, whatever. <laughs> That's the same. It's like that kind of logic. Yeah, but once it, you it, have you, that reality one, you can do whatever the exactly. fuck you want. They were all yeah. called one thing, like the reality one or whatever. Reality, they met, like they call soul, it. Uh, uh, and then they gave them different or spirit. powers yeah. or yeah. whatever. The time. one I'm most curious about is the soul stone. Yeah. What the f- What well, does it do? It controls a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it controls a 
ghost. ghost. One ghost. No, because reality uh, Robert feels Downey like Douglas. Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Downey Douglas. Robert Downey Michael From Douglas Ant-Man. Jr. <laughs> Sammy Davis, Sammy Davis, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Dougie Downey Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that sometimes it's just kind of convoluted once you throw that in there. But man, I know I wanted to come back for a second. This movie feels like the end of a generational like like uh, like high point. Yeah, basically, yeah. You... I don't know what because uh, Star Wars wasn't something that was in my childhood. Yeah. I watched it later, and it's still I can say that it's cool. But this is something that is unprecedented when it comes to cinema. Dude, I was Joe and I were to, just talking. Yeah, I was this. talking yeah. to Steve about this. My daughter was born in two thousand seven. Whoa. This is the only cinematic world she thinks exists. Yeah, this Iron is how Man she came out thinks, when she was one. This is how she thinks movies have been made forever. This is Hollywood or production more. to her, normalized. This isn't normal. This is so. It's not normal. They're living in a world where, yeah, superhero movies are kind of just like commonplace, which, which kind of begs the question: Does that mean that there will be kind of like the rebellious generation uprising that just because they're big budget, big studio movies regardless of how good they are they're gonna rebel against it and be like we fucking hate superhero movies I is mean, there like a new generation coming I don't think? I don't think I don't think so I mean, if they are but the th- reason they work is because they're good like there's like they, they have they know how to cast them they know how to get the directors and the creative team behind them and they have a clear vision of what they want to do the clear vision Marvel, they didn't know Marvel, what they were going to do <laughs> Marvel, yeah, well, but then did. you think about something like Star Wars and it's like when Star Wars came out there were certainly people that didn't like it mm-hmm. and then there were certainly people that loved it to the point where it became this massive fucking future success or whatever but but for a time there were people who like when Return of the Jedi came out were like the Ewoks are dumb and I hate them and I hate everything about this movie and this movie Return of the Jedi is just Muppets and like I don't care about this movie and so and then there was that like time that giant gap where Star Wars just wasn't cool and there weren't any Star Wars movies and if you like Star Wars it was kind of nerdy and not cool and so, like, is there that kind of thing <clears throat> coming for superhero stuff? I, you you might get burnt out. Like, I mean, the DC stuff, everyone kind of is either checked out on or just they kind of yeah. like haphazardly like check in with it. Like, they don't like they don't care. Shazam yeah. was refreshing. It was, and I uh, still people seen it. people liked Aquaman. I did, and there's a. I, l- th- I mean, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. I could see that they worked hard on the movie, so yeah. I can't totally poo poo it. But right. I didn't care about it. Yeah, I'll never watch it again. No, it's good. ever. Yeah. No, I don't want it. Alana liked it a lot because it's like sea creatures and the ocean and like that kind of thing. Pitbull has so a that, song. I might, that might be the only reason why I ever watch it again. Your Pitbull song? It's a cover to the of Africa? Africa? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. I still want to do that video where it's like it's like scenes from Aquaman that just have like them like pooping like fish in the middle of it like you'll just see like Aquaman standing there and he's like we must save the people of Earth and then you just hear like and then while he's talking you just see like a cloud of brown dust just kind of like float over that's not a fart that's that's poop it's poop yeah Yeah. why aren't we seeing (laughs) them poop? poop why aren't we seeing them poop like fish I don't care about any of that stuff who gives a shit anyway um okay so uh, well to make a point to it all I do think I mean, we're going to go, what, is it phase three we're going into? Four. Four, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I do think people are probably a little burnt out, but it doesn't matter because the numbers are backing it up. What they did in that box office in three days, it was like 1.2 billion worldwide. It was nuts. But I do predict, because things are cyclical, there will be a resurgence, I think, alongside these superhero movies of 
uh, innovative, almost like indie type flicks that end up blowing up again and doing very well. Sure, like A twenty four is doing A twenty four is doing really well right yeah, now, and there's dude. a lot of stuff that's mainstream, and they do a good job of hiding the stuff that doesn't work. Yeah, like, under the silver, like they kind of just like mm, they, they shelved that yeah, one a little bit. Yeah. It came out, but no one. Did they um, did they wrap up like the Marvel TV shows at the same time? Like, did the, is Agents of There's Shield some kind of taking Disney care Plus of? Thing. It's still going. There's it's still going. And then what about Daredevil? That's done. Daredevil's right? gone. Netflix yeah. uh, had to chop them all. Because the Punisher, of Disney, Disney Plus. That one's gone. Oh, and they had to chop all of them. They all Disney. stopped. Thank yeah. you. I just was had, touching Sam's leg. It had nothing to do with the the movie ending, Avengers ending. I don't think so. Okay. No, I think there's a big. There might be some kind of Disney Plus yeah, thing happening. Sure. But it's weird because Hulu today announced a bunch of Marvel <laughs> shows. Wait, are you, yes. are you yeah. speculating? Oh, yeah, they uh, announced a Ghost Rider show and then a Son of Satan. Uh, what I forgot what the guy's <laughs> name you, is. Yeah, Swamp Thing. But are you something? speculating, Joe? Or you the know? what? The Disney Plus thing, because I'm believing you. Spe- as no, 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 we're, it's speculation. Oh, speculation, but it's I for you sure okay. because of Disney Plus. I mean, it, I mean, yes, it's okay. one of those things That's where it's like yeah, Disney no. Plus is launching. I, I just I lock. I thought you'd like read something. I mean, but I, no. it, what it feels like is is like Disney's this monster fucking powerhouse that is unstoppable yeah. at this point. And it makes I think perfect. Sense. I think what they're trying to do. I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about like fucking business analytics and shit, but I do know that a good business move would be to sprinkle a couple of licenses to Hulu and Netflix and kind of spread your wings a little bit because not everybody's going to have Disney Plus. Actually, that's the um, not that's a good no, idea because no, no, that's what ahead. people have been doing, but the trend right now is to not do that. Like yeah. DC just So that just everyone launched, can have their exclusive Exactly, because yeah. Warner Brothers is launching a service soon. Universal might be as well and Disney's got Di- right, Disney Right, I just Plus. think that's what Disney's doing. Disney yeah. Plus, the, when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, oh, all right, well, yeah, I'm going to sign up for that. Oh, get that. I, yeah. and there's no world where I'm not a day one Disney Plus. Oh, did you guys see that article that if uh, everybody born moving forward once Disney Plus launches, you just get a login and a password? <laughs> <laughs> and your son here. Ooh, it's a beautiful boy. And it looks like, yep, there's that Disney Plus code. And what are you gonna name it? Uh, dude, I um, just, I just, little Rebecca Downey <laughs> Beretta. <laughs> uh, Tangled, because it's her favorite movie already. Uh, we 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 went into her future brain and found out she loves Tangled. Did you know there's a sign? There was a study done. You know the Ignor Ig Nobel prizes. They're prizes mm. for scientific experiments that sound stupid but are actually really <gasps> helpful. No way. There, there is a group of scientists. Tell me what that's called again? The Ig Nobel. Um, Ig Yeah, Ig Nobel. And then uh, they, they, someone was able to measure two weeks ahead of time when someone was going to fall based on something like a trip that they had. And they could basically map <sighs> out when people were going to trip and fall two weeks ahead of time. What? Yeah. <laughs> A specific person or yeah, any person. anyone just, just because of like how they walk and yeah. the variables of physics. They could, they could measure when people were going to fall. Wow. Okay, but we still can't tell when earthquakes are. Dude, happening. that's some Jeff Goldblum chaos theory shit from Jurassic let me, Park. Let me go ahead and pull. It. I, I'm gonna look them up really quick because the Ig Nobels are, are they're so interesting because they sound stupid and they're real. Woo, they're they're there. super yeah, real. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go, Steve. Yeah, let me I like that. I can hear me now. Yeah, no, mm. no, they're super. Uh, there's a podcast out there called no such thing as a fish and they are researchers for a trivia show but the researchers take all their dumb facts they have left over and have a podcast about it what a great idea it's so good I learned so much from cool. Them, and I forget everything immediately. Of course, because <laughs> it's, it's really totally cool. useless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to jump away from this topic because it's really cool, but back to Disney Plus really quick. Yeah, yeah. I their slash film has an article where they said that Willow might have a sequel series on Disney Plus. I'm so on board. I don't Which care. is like holy shit, dude. I I'm I mean I get I get emotional thinking about the possibilities on Disney Plus. Like what's going on? Here? Everything we can think of. What what's wrong? I'll, I, I, it's, you can keep it on if you want. It's just a superhero music because we're talking about superheroes still. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take my head. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I, it, I, the possibilities are endless. Like, you, like, what if they did like the Roger Rabbit sequels they kept talking about oh, they do, or what if they brought cool. back fucking gargoyles terrifying, or terrifying. like? No, they could. I they, mean, they could animate them too if they wanted yeah. to. They could basically do whatever they and want. They probably yeah. will. Yeah. Like, imagine that. Especially I mean, as nostalgia just becomes more and more marketable as kids continue to age. Yeah, and age. dude. Yeah. There's a there's an Animaniac show being made yeah. as we speak. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. for sure. For, for what? What? Who I, gets maybe it? Hulu? I think. Wow. I thought okay. Hulu got it with the with same same. I think Hulu, yeah. Animaniacs. All those voices are they're still alive and kicking. That's super cool. Um, Gummy bears. They gonna be coming back. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, man. Darkwing like, we... Duck? Why haven't we seen Darkwing Dude, Duck no, forever? Didn't we? Yeah, didn't they, they realize okay, that? So Duck the DuckTales show, show uh-huh. which is actually really good, has started to sprinkle in Disney Afternoon characters, oh. and like I think they're teasing potential wow. spinoffs and shit. Cool. Which, like, imagine a Darkwing Duck in that style. Yeah, with, like, cool. Because, yeah. I mean, the voice cast on the DuckTales cartoon is, like, really good. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Ben Schwartz, Danny like, Pudi, uh David, David Tennant. David Tennant is yeah. Scrooge, Scrooge yeah. Duck. <laughs> and they got Don Cheadle to yeah. play him, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so good. It's, um, yeah, I mean, if they, if they go, if they do things right, Disney Plus could be a place where we have, like, a Willow series, we have, like, a Rocketeer series. Imagine that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I want this stuff. Like, I will pay them money to mm-hmm. bring me the nostalgia to make me feel like a kid again. Yep. <laughs> you Have know? you seen the one with Jeff Goldblum's Eyes of the World or whatever? He travels the world and just does Jeff oh Goldblum stuff in different God. countries and stuff. Wait, it's no. like Anthony Bourdain, but Jeff Goldblum. Uh, no it's way. Perfect. Perfect. And it's coming to, it's the Nat Geo vertical <sighs> that they have. Oh my Yeah, super gosh. excited. Jeff Downey Goldblum Jr. <laughs> dude, uh, dude, I saw Jeff Goldblum on a, on a, like a, so like, you know how airplanes have like their own shows? Like airlines yeah. have their own like, yeah. I don't know if it was that, but it was on the airplane like thing, and it was like Jeff Goldblum like hosting a show where like he has like celebrity friends come in, and then it's like, and then I had peanuts in Mexico. Let's check that out, and then it's Jeff Goldblum like in Mexico like cracking open peanuts and like eating them. Sounds and going, like it's probably clips from the show that probably. he's talking about. No, I like watched a whole thing, but it was like the most disjointed, like weird thing I'd ever seen. And it wasn't like in an ironic, like funny way. It was like something was went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, well, this show is not, is too not focused. Hey everybody, it's your pal Steve Zaragoza here with a special ad read break. <laughs> How's everybody doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Guys, let's talk a little bit about, uh, Stitch Fix. You guys heard of Stitch Fix? Let's describe your look in one word. Is it casual, sophisticated, playful? However you dress, Stitch Fix has the expert professional stylists that can help you look your best. Personal style is like a fingerprint. Everybody has their own. Whatever your style, the expert stylists at Stitch Fix are ready to help you express yourself. Not all clothes are fit for all men. With Stitch Fix, your personal stylist will send you clothing that makes you look your best. Less one-size-fits-all and more like this fits your style. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing brands right to your door. To get started, you just go to stitchfix.com valley, I'm going to assume. Hey, Joe! The code is Valley on everything, right? Is it on? It just says, right here, it says, show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it says, va- actually, it says Valley at the bottom there. Yeah. 
All right, I'm going to give you an edit point, Kate or Joe or whoever's editing this. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing brands right to your door. To get started, go to stitchfix.com slash valley. Answer some questions about your preferred style, and your personal shopper will ship you a box of clothes, shoes, and accessories. There's no commitment required, and you only pay for what you keep. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. Plus, the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. You'll never have to think about looking good again with Stitch Fix. So, guys, get started today at Stitch Fix. Stitch so guys, get started today at stitchfix.com slash valley and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash valley, stitchfix.com slash valley. <laughs> hey guys, losing hair sucks. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Introducing Keeps. Keeps is just the easiest and most affordable way to keep your hair that you have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to get. For five minutes now and starting at just $10 per month, you'll never have to worry about hair loss again. Getting started with Keeps is so easy. You sign up, it just takes five minutes. Less than five minutes even. Just answer a few questions and snap some of your photos of your hair and then a licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you. And then, <laughs> my friends, it's shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. Some of you have probably tried them before, but you've never gotten them for this price, that's for sure. Keeps is only $10 to $35 a month. Plus, now you can get your first month free. That's one hell of a deal for getting to keep your hair. So guys, receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to keeps.com slash valleycast. That's keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash valleycast. And that's a free month of treatment at keeps.com slash valleycast. Keeps, hair today, hair tomorrow. Um, I'd like to hear some useless facts. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm trying to follow I'm. I pulled up the most recent winners of Ig Nobel Prizes, and they're, they're, like, there's categories like Please. the Nobel Prizes. I want to know everything uh, about this, this learning about when people okay. trip. Okay, Chemistry Prize. This is in Portugal. Uh, two scientists uh, measured the degree to which human saliva is a good cleaning agent for dirty surfaces, and they won. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, like you could just hawk a lube we on the counter and, and wipe it up. It. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. Mm -hmm. I love it. These are just bored scientists or something. <laughs> with a lot well, of grant Well, we got money. this grant. Whoa, what do we do with Everyone it? else is working on cancer and shit. We'll go work on this dumb <laughs> I stuff. This, I mean, you need PhD. Like, to get, like, those things, you have yeah. to do research that supposedly hasn't been done for. So they get super specific with stuff. <laughs> uh, well, this one is they calculated the caloric intake from human cannibalism diet. It's significantly lower than the caloric intake of other traditional meat diets. <laughs> oh, so, so we're, we don't have a lot not of not as nutritious. We, <laughs> we are healthy in a weird way. Mm -hmm. We are healthy, but Oh, not, no, it's less. We're, we're no, less we're nutritious. Less, we're less we're nutritious less, than we're a normal We're not nutritious, oh, yeah. Because we're walking garbage So miles. we're not healthy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know if you ate me, you would come out worse. <laughs> I would not do your you I do not take care of myself uh, I had some Elliot Morgan, and I got sepsis. This isn't a good cut. <laughs> Um, it's so yeah, I got here really quick. Animaniacs is coming back as a Hulu original series. That's so cool, yeah. man. You got to have everything now, and it adds up to having cable again. Mm -hmm. Dude, bring back fucking Freakazoid. Remember Freakazoid? Dude, that you talk one about gave it me all nightmares. The time. That one gave me nightmares. Gave as me a kid. Oh. Yeah, I was. I couldn't I was watch never that a fan one. Of Freakazoid, yeah. 
Um, Not my deal. So, since we have Sam on, I think it's fun to talk about some of the nerdier stuff or whatever, whatever. But we don't have to um, dig too deep. But my topic was going to be about how Quentin Tarantino released. The Hateful Eight as a miniseries on Netflix. Did you guys he, hear about yeah, this? Yeah, he added some extra footage, and it was yeah. long enough that it was like, screw it, let's bust it up into a miniseries of four. So I'm guessing they're an hour each. Yeah, they're an hour each, and he, I guess Netflix reached out to him, and they were like, you want to put it on as like a series? And I guess he just thought it was a fun idea. Sure. So, and he chopped it up, and now it's a fucking <laughs> series on Netflix. And I guess there's like... There's no official word, but from Quentin Tarantino himself, he says that if you've seen The Hateful Eight, um, this version of it, this miniseries version, has like maybe maybe 30 minutes of new stuff. Ooh, it's, it's a play. It's a very long movie, but yeah. it's really cool. It's just like a performance. It's just yeah. a performance it's just piece. Eight, yeah. eight actors just chewing up the scenery. It's um, really fun. Yeah, so anyway, Tarantino was like, fuck it, I'll turn it into a series or whatever. And I guess it's kind of an experiment and I guess he had a lot of fun doing it. And so people were asking him, and this is something that the nerd world is kind of known about for a while, but nobody really talks about it because it's kind of like a fabled thing. But you have got you guys have seen Kill Bill, the Kill Bill movies, yes. right? Yeah, yes, Steve. There's a version of Kill Bill called The Whole Bloody Affair and mm. it only screened like maybe twice or something. And apparently some people have a copy of it, but it's not, I don't know. It's like the, where the scenes aren't in black and white. Yeah, there's like a bunch of different things like that. Yeah, the whole black and white That's cool. fight is in color in this version and there's like a bunch of, hmm. it's just one giant cohesive movie. Yeah, yeah. And so they asked in an interview recently if he would put that on as like a series on Netflix and he's like, no. no i actually like kill bill uh, (laughs) and uh but they did ask him about if he'd do that with any other show and he was like no but i have like a version of django unchained that's like a director's cut and he says it's like three hours and 20 minutes long which is movies which means how much did he fucking <laughs> cut director's out? Director's cuts are always just aggressively long. But the thing is, is mean. like I get, I get the idea that like a long movie <laughs> that's is a like, mean thing. Mean. To that's mean. I, I totally get that. Three I get, I get that. Like, like who wants to sit there for fucking three and a half hours staring at a TV screen? But I will say, but like Tarantino makes masterpieces, and it's like. When a move, when a Tarantino movie ends, for me and for a lot of people, I think they don't want it to end because it's such yeah. a great. Oh, I love movie. Tarantino movies. Yeah. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but some movies are like, no, nah, you didn't need to be that long. Well, no. Avengers, I will say, did not feel like three hours. It felt no, like it three chugs. Hours to me. It really doesn't waste any time. Yeah, I really thought it moved well. It. I will say though, at the end, I didn't stay for the after the credits or anything like that. I just got up, and especially after you kind of. Clarified, yeah, uh, and I was like, okay, I was like, I, I, I'd serve. I don't time. need to sit through twenty minutes of credits for yeah. that. I'll just yeah. check it out online. Exactly, I'll Google uh, it. Yeah. But if not to spoil anything, but if you do sit through it, there is kind of a treat. There's a thing. There's a treat. That treat's yeah. a good way There's to say it. There's a treat. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Yeah, I, I, I haven't didn't, finished but it. But it's about half of it. It's pretty Dude, good. Yeah. The, can I tell you how I've described it? And I and I think this would get people inter- more interested in it because I think people just aren't really interested in it. It's it's basically because it's the Cohen brothers who did mm-hmm. Lebowski and and things like that. Just that it's the only thing they. That's ever the did. only thing they ever did. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's <laughs> well, they it's, did Old Downey. Where art thou? Yes, that's uh. the one. Um, <laughs> no country for old Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there no, will they, be Downey. So it's the Cohen brother. I'd say it's like a West, that was not them. It's like a, <laughs> I'd say it's like a that was Western. Paul Anderson. It's Paul like Downey a, Anderson <laughs> Jr. Uh, I'd. Say it's like a Western um, Black Mirror. 
Because mm. it is like it's it's a movie length thing, but it's like little like stories. Mm-hmm. And it and it really does feel it's like, like an anthology. Yeah, it's like an anthology yeah. with like old West stuff. And like for a lot of people, maybe old West isn't that interesting, but it's so good and the actors are amazing and there's music. It reminds and... me of a book of short stories. Yeah, it is. It mm. totally and I think that's how the format of the film mm. is too. There's like mm. a book and stuff. <sighs> Uh, really quick. Um, last year, two scientists <laughs> proved that a roller coasters are a fun and harmless way to pass kidney stones. <laughs> yeah. And they used uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad to prove it. Yeah, wow. I so heard about that. You, you could have done that, Steve. Um, you could have done it. <laughs> I just couldn't. There was just no way for me to make it to Disneyland. <laughs> dude, dude, they had to yeah, ride it 60 times. <laughs> they also said. 60 times. Um, 60 times. Just like gravity's just whipping it. The centrifugal Please, force no is just more. whipping it right out of your penis. Um, and they, then when they were done on the 60 the time, they were like, it was fun and harmless. <laughs> yeah, dude, fun and harmless. Did you guys see that video that was posted? Which is the tagline for Thunder Mountain. <laughs> did you see that video that was posted of the guy that dropped his phone on Big Thunder Mountain and then and just jumped out to go get it. I did not see that. Is one. it new? I think so. Yeah, like he, he he dropped his phone, and then at the top of like one of the inclines in the middle of the ride, he jumped out and ran back down the incline to get his freaking phone. And the whole ride stopped. All of the coasters on it. So how many are going at once? Three, four. Everybody's just waiting. And then the guy that's filming the dude running to get his thing, <laughs> he runs back up the incline to get back in his seat and just turns to the camera, and goes, "Sorry guys," <laughs> and just jumps what? back in. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he's dead now. You've Disney, Disney the, probably killed him. You've seen this video? Yeah. I'm Googling it right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would love see to see it. Um, <laughs> this is real? Big this Thunder is uh, Mountain. Big Thunder? Yeah, I think it was Big Thunder. Big Thunder, yeah, Mountain Big Thunder has one of those problems where just too many things have happened on it that are scary and not okay. Like what? Like someone died on Big Thunder Mountain. Really? Yeah. The one here? Yeah. And it, there, it was what? Yeah, it was like someone's birthday, and they were on Big Thunder Mountain. One year ago, guy jumps out of ride for <laughs> phone, and it's it's in the. I'm signing a valley, folk. Yeah, that would be it. And Maybe I it was can a year tell ago, it's so already it's been watched recent. recently. Yeah, but, but you watched it recently. Steve, you keep talking. Okay. Um. Yeah. So there was a there was a death at, on Big Thunder Mountain. It was like in 2003 or something. What happened? What did he do? It was or like she. it. It was a guy, and I think it was something happened where like the train ahead stopped. And it and there was some kind of emergency brake problem, and then oh, the other train just no. smashed into it, and Ooh. then just like it no. killed someone. That's yeah. that's nightmare stuff. Holy crap! Yeah. I this love it. It happened at eleven twenty eight. I love the guy it. Jumps out. So Elliot's watching the video. Uh, okay, so it's slow motion. Yeah, that's oh, this really guy. Bunny? Oh, he's oh he's out. So he jumped out and he Wait, ran down, and he, now the thing is stopping. And they're like, "Why are we stopped on Wait, this incline?" I didn't see him jump out. I saw him stand. You but saw him I, jump out? No. What an asshole! And now they're like, "Okay, snakes rattling." See this guy's running back up the incline right now. (gasps) He's hoofing it. This is the guy who came, who jumped off the ride. Dude, what a dream! I've always wanted to do that. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. He's hoofing it like a guy not really running across the street. He ain't got his phone because it was shattered anyway. Yeah, that guy was thrown the f out at Disney for sure. Did he get back in? Oh no! They didn't even get to finish the ride. Everybody that sucks. had to get off the ride. What a d! Can you oh, send me man. that, Elliot? Absolutely, that's a we'll good one. Push. We'll put it in the uh, the video version, which is available at YouTube.com. 
uh, slash source the, head um, <laughs> <laughs> Good plug. Thank um, you. Can I just say really quick, and, and while I do this, actually, here, hang on. The death that occurred on 2003 in the on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad was the 10th since the park opened in 1955. Not on that ride specifically, um, but no. okay. It was the first <laughs> 10 deaths on Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> it was the first fatality at the Anaheim theme park since 1998 Holy crap. when a cleat tore loose from the Columbia sailing ship and struck a visitor in the head. Whoa. Decapitating him is what I heard. Friday's incident is the Wait, second. does it say decapitating him? Is that's what I heard? No, no, that's what I, <laughs> I added that part. That's the, that's the headline. Okay. Friday's well, incident is what I heard. Um, wow. Friday's incident is the second serious accident on Big Thunder Mountain since 1998 when a five-year-old boy was badly hurt stepping off the ride. Don't do that. His foot was crushed against the curb when the train lurched forward. I don't no. think we need to read this. Um, no, 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 no. I don't like I don't like stories about people getting hurt. Um, you know, I mean, you hate to hear it, but it's real. You know, yeah, we live in a world don't where have to hear you, know, it, you know, it's it's you know. I will things, say bad that things happen on you know? the list of things that we as a society aren't looking at close enough. It's definitely fluke accidents that happen at the parks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> ten, so it said ten deaths at Disney. Yeah, I know about the one on Sing America. There that was one on. Oh, uh, you mean uh, uh, Carousel of Progress? America Sings. That's yeah. The most that's, dangerous is um, that's the scariest. Hall of Presidents. Thing. Hall of Presidents. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a scary place. Yeah. Did you know the Hall of Presidents? All of those are just all of the people that died at Disney. They just reanimated. They reanimated them, yeah. and made all their faces look like presidents. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. That's Did easy you know part. that there's a Trump animatronic in the Hall of Presidents? I did know. Yeah. I remember when they unveiled that. It's a me rough too. one. It looks pretty terrifying. Yeah. Makes me feel like they did it on purpose. It look weird. I bet they did the most subtle, uncanny valley stuff on that, mm-hmm. where they were like, "We could make it look more real, but it's close enough." Um, all right. Well, yeah. Anybody? Anybody have any other topics? I was going to talk about um, um, the little bit of the Game of Thrones, but I guess it's kind of late right now because uh, the new episode will already be out by the time this episode airs. So yeah. It's not really How do you feel so far? We can talk about. We that. We can talk about. I like just how found big out it was, people are uh, complaining a little bit, and it's interesting to me that people are so critical of something so good and it's it's just yeah i don't get it in a story way yeah i don't know if it's just like i'm not saying their opinions are invalid or even wrong i just think that it's um i don't i personally don't have that uh pedigree in my brain of like this is i'm looking at things as though i need to decide if i like it and like i just felt like that episode was so fun Fun. and yeah it was a journey it was just like this is where where we've come to as uh society Um, in tv and entertainment and yeah, I loved it very much. I've but, certainly um, never seen anything like it on TV. Technically sure. speaking, it's like yeah. the biggest battle ever caught on camera that's for so TV cool. yeah. or film. Oh, and so I read a thing that's good it's the lowest rated of uh, uh, the battle episodes of all of really? the um, even battle the, of the, the whole series. It, way lower than Battle of the Bastards, and the most critically maligned to the point that I was like, "Is this a joke headline?" I, I thought I was reading the Onion, but apparently it's only like nine point zero versus like anything oh, else. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. versus like nine point two. Yeah, it's still a good. If we're grading on a curve, it's an F, but it's still an A. Exactly. But yeah. it should have been bigger than the Battle of the Bastards or any other fight. I would really, contend like battle. a lot of people are pretty up in arms, uh, rightfully or not rightfully so, about this season. So maybe the first two episodes we didn't really keep. Oh, maybe people tuned it. out exactly before um, it even happened. Wow, that's dumb. I'm sure you'll you'll probably like <laughs> lean into what the mistake, the technical problems that oh, you yeah, had but yeah. I, I have say, a lot to say about it but i don't want to waste any we time all, here. yeah we get yeah it's, almost, it's just so technical garbage i almost <laughs> tweeted out that this this thought that i had which is like congratulations to game of thrones for creating a series the only series in history where people are disappointed if you don't kill your favorite characters how insane is that yeah. people were mad 
that some of the biggest characters <laughs> didn't die. Well, and it's all that's insane. Or get hurt, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, at all, even yeah. the ones oh, that shit. definitely should. You get to what two uh, to three more episodes with your favorite <laughs> which, characters. In fairness, I will say I thought more people should have died, uh, <laughs> but I didn't want to see them die. So when they survived, I was like, great, I get to hang out with them longer. But I think what I liked about the episode as a whole, and sorry, this is spoilers, but come on, uh, is it? I think a lot of the criticisms were like, that's it, it's over, and I'm like, I wanted this this plot line to be over for so long because I don't think it's as interesting as like I the think you're political, in the minority there. Maybe, but I like the I like the you're interpersonal, more interested in with the Circe. I like line. the flawed characters and complex morality and like people one upping each other in like a really cool kind of backstabbing way. I like the the drama of the no, show. No, I 100% agree with you. No, yeah, and, I, and, I, there's but, no way they could have made this episode any better than what anyone expected. People built it up too much in their minds. Right. It's eight years. Yeah. And also, making. just from a storytelling perspective, the White Walkers, just this big, ominous, sort of basically faceless, backstory dark entity. is yeah. like not yeah. that interesting. And it, it required basically a deus ex machina plot thing of like lighting the thing on, or uh, the... Um, the blade or, you know, the whatever that just kills everybody and everything at the same blade. time. And it's just like, it's one big moment that swoops in. And, and well, actually, I, that was more of the, the fire than necessarily that end scene, which is so cool. But anyway, I like not having the only bad guys versus only good guys. I don't want to see everybody come together and be like, our differences are fine because there's a greater enemy. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. That can last for so long, but like, who's who's going to, let's get back to the... And that's where we are for three more episodes. And that's yeah, what I'm excited about. So yeah. I'm like, let's, the, I am pumped for... For I, more, I, I Do you just, see yeah, the. Yeah, I uh, think that there's just there's just a mind there's the people liked the stupid you know zombie stuff and they liked the scary. I guess, stuff but then and, they're still yeah. they're the ones that are like complaining. It's like I, I know. saw the stupid stuff and I like it. Like, but I like also all the, like the zombie stuff doesn't really. It's not you. It's what you pointed out is like the political drama or like the uh, like even when it comes to the economic drama that they have on the show, it is what pulls people in. The idea of the zombies is fun, but when he shows up, you're like, oh wait, he doesn't actually. I don't know what he wants besides. Yeah. It's like light and dark. And it like served it its purpose. It did move the plot forward, and yeah. it did make all that Brought stuff. Brought everyone kinda... together. And people yeah. forget too that the series was built on the what we're about to head into in the end of the series, which is just kind of that that battle for the throne yep. with, with with those kingdoms mm-hmm. I and mean, stuff. Game of Thrones, and, and not the, Game of Zombies, everybody. Yeah, and the show the show gained popularity in our and captured our hearts and imaginations by being a show largely that wasn't as fantastical as it ended up being in these past couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's something just to like bringing all the characters together in a way that they can form new alliances sets up really nicely I think the opportunity for there to be more plot moving forward yeah, dude, we have because so you much. have to have something like that. otherwise they, they'd always opera. be separate it's a soap opera with daggers moving yeah. forward it's gonna I, be awesome <laughs> I have a question to ask you guys it's more of like a moral kind of interesting thought incest incest question <laughs> but no what, <laughs> what incest. do you think let's talk about why it. do you think people are so obsessed with Who's gonna die in something? Because Avengers has that had that whole and again without getting into spoilers, building up to Avengers Endgame, everyone's like, "Who's gonna die? Who's gonna die?" And there's articles, "Who's gonna die? Is Captain America gonna die? Is Iron Man? Iron Man? Is the Hulk gonna die?" And it's like, why do we care it's, so much? I mean, it's the ultimate intrigue, isn't it? It's like it's the thing that we're all afraid of. In the end, it's the end. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a bigger conversation about like us just being on this planet. It's the mm-hmm. full stop to most stories, and the story that we that way we view our own story. That's the end of it. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't continue mm-hmm. on with like you could say your legacy is what carries it on, but your story ends. Man, maybe so, I can handle my death better if I see Iron Man die first. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I truly. can grasp. It I think better. there's a yeah an inherent thing. There's nothing more intriguing as a human on this earth than the creation of life, having kids. Um, 
sex involved with that, of course, and then dying. Like those are like the two universal things that we all do. We're, we're created, we create, and then we go away. Mm. Like that's it. And so, and what do you think about the anger associated with not certain characters not dying being? I mean, thing? it's just you get kind of jumped around a little bit. I mean, you thought something was going to happen, and it didn't. So it's just people being upset that their ideas didn't happen. You think? Yeah, I mean that's normal, but it's also normal nerd culture. <laughs> yeah, like you is. guys, it, nerd culture makes stuff really not fun yeah, fast I when know. they don't get what they want. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of uh, like um, telling uh, telling artists and creators how to be and what to do and how to fulfill their preferences is such an annoying part of this mm-hmm. like wonderful time. Well, and even it. more now than ever with fucking social media. Yeah. You know, where you could talk to well, the director. Yeah, well, we all have <laughs> yeah. a voice and the way that uh, art is created now, it's it's these long plays, right? So for Marvel, we've this is again, like my daughter, it's been part of her life for 10 years. Game of Thrones the same, about 10 years, right? So these things have been with us forever and all we've been doing in the back recesses of our minds is writing our own novels. So you're, you're creating your own outcomes you're creating your own premonitions that are in regards to the story and then when they don't happen you're either going to be floored or disappointed and like you said the problem is is that now everybody has you're a gonna freaking be floored aboard baby say it. florida board <laughs> like, oh that didn't do the thing that i wanted it to do yep when you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m. and ibuprofen at 10 a.m. post made it Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round, guys. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store, guys. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. That's right, anything. Download the app for iOS for Android for f- or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. And guys, for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners, that's right, you listening to this right, right now, $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. That's right, guys, $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code VALLEYCAST. That's right. That code is ValleyCast for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it, download Postmates, and save with code ValleyCast. Thanks a lot, guys, and thanks for the break. Thanks a lot, guys, and thanks for that ad break. And now it's back to the show. See you guys. Um, does anybody have a, a more positive <laughs> topic? <laughs> well, I will say, well, there was a part. I mean, that the, the positivity is fun. It's fun, and yeah. I'm excited, Dude. and um, um, it sucks that there are people who I think I'm also just confused by. It. It's less of like a bummer, and I'm more just like I don't have that. Like I, I think it's I don't even know if I dislike it. I'm just like I have no opinion. I'm just that watching is, it as a complete fan yeah, of just watching. Yeah, at this point, just gonna see it. Same with Star end, Wars. Right? It's yeah. like I'm just maybe I'm just like. Dude, I'm, you know what it is? I'm just not that into it, and I just enjoy it as like a, all right, cool. But you're and, also so deeply into it now that you have to fucking finish it. And you're it's like the so conversation close. is around. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, I love it. Yeah, like, you want to be in the conversation. In the yeah. yeah. Dude, and on a positive note, yeah, this is a societal thing that we're all enjoying together, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. On, a, on a positive note in regards to that episode, so many cool moments. The freaking Dothraki with the flames, that was amazing and yeah, it's burned into my brain. Moments. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if we should, anyways, the end moment, the whoosh, drop, whoosh, 
Which, oh, <laughs> it's one of the coolest yeah. things that I've ever seen. Yeah, it makes me sad that there's going to be a lot of people who will know Game of Thrones oh. for that. And, and because, you know, there's those people that are just like, well, I've never seen it before, but I'll watch this episode. Um, you know, it's like there's so we much rich about character. That with, like, it's the first show I know of that is going to be the problem is when it ends, uh, people are going to know. We talked about this on the stream a little bit. But people are going to know who wins the game, so to speak, like yeah. if it is a Game of Thrones. And I think that will deter people from watching it because even if you're like pitching Breaking Bad or something like that to somebody, you might have a, an idea of how it ends or you can assume stuff with the Sopranos, but you still will go on the journey with them. Yeah. I feel like with the specific show, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for newcomers to want to go through that journey yeah, when I they already know. That's and, a, well, because it is a definitive answer based on the title of the show. So, it so yeah, feeds into it. Because yeah. I was like, Lost is like one of those where it's like really up in the air about where people sit yeah, on if they liked it or never knew. Yeah. yeah. There's it, a even decision. Didn't like the and ending. even context-wise, if you knew the ending you and then you watched the mm-hmm. first episode, you have no idea how they got to that yep. ending. So. I feel like showrunners of these of modern shows have a decision to make, like whether they want to leave something open-ended or whether they want to definitively end something and it seems like either way you're gonna get a major crop of people that are assholes about it but i i tend to prefer i mean i think i feel like not to spoil anything but breaking bad ends pretty clean cut sopranos is like up in the air yeah there's all these shows complete opposites yeah lost is lost is it's interesting how polarizing yeah but so many people so many many robert downey polarizing when people talk talk about the end of lost they always say something like kind of wrong about what they think actually happened and it's kind of like weird that people don't understand what actually happened at the end of lost and a lot of people kind of wrote it off as this simple thing but there's a lot of shows where i i truly believe that if game of thrones ends with kind of like some open-endedness then it'll just be one of those shows that people just talk about forever and ever and mm-hmm. ever and then you won't have to worry too much about that finality of like well this person sits on the throne and that's the end yeah, yeah maybe Hopefully, Hopefully. We'll i'd be down there's Whatever so many wanted. there's I'd... so many big moments with throughout the series though that are just like names of things like when you hear red wedding and if hopefully yeah. that isn't spoiled for you i think i think enough of those high points will yeah. keep people intrigued I think and bring so them back. Well, no, I didn't watch it as it went. During season seven is when I finally watched the show and I understood, and I knew what happened. Yeah. I know the, I knew the deaths. I knew why that happened, whatever. Still blew my mind. Yeah. Still, like, the Red Wedding is still unbelievably yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just burned yeah. in I my felt heartbroken forever. during this episode. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to pause and cry I, for five minutes. I will <laughs> say, though, when Sam's rolling on the ground and just, like, wildly <laughs> I know. It's I was like, how is he not? Yeah. These are zombies <laughs> that can think and stab and yep. maybe the use most, guns. The most unrealistic yep. living yep. person on a TV yep. show ever. Like, yeah, I, that's, I, that's such a good... <laughs> he should be in the crypt. It's fine that he's yeah. in the crypt. He's your knowledge dude. It's fine. Put him in the woods. I don't it care. No, it was a, it's a puppy dog thing. He is the human version of the of the dog also, character where it's like you can't kill the dog <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can't kill Sam. Well, he's the underdog and he's like the audience character sort of because he's like yeah. a book nerd and he's an unsuspecting yep. hero and shit. But um, I, I, I do feel like it's, I'm really upset. The only thing that really upsets me about that episode, not to spoil too much. Which, but, by the way, this is coming after the next episode. We have no idea. Yeah, it could be, but, but, but seriously, something about that episode that really pissed me off and this is kind of a spoiler but who gives a shit it's over it's over now but um the crypts thing I, like, that is really funny it's angering how like i'm how they angry they how, forgot that he <laughs> i mean i'm just angry Listen, how stupid it is i'm an idiot when it comes to this stuff and i was watching it and i that uh <sighs> hand popped out of the coffin well, and i sure. was like wow one of them carved through the wall and it got out and i was like dang that's an old looking one and then somebody <laughs> in your apartment was like oh it's the crypts there's dead people in the-. and i was like 
oh yeah, there's dead people in the crib. Like, <laughs> I didn't think like, about but it. But that's at all. the thing. Like I'm sure no, a lot of people didn't think about it. But you have Tyrion and Varys and Sansa and all these <laughs> the really thinkers. smart motherfuckers. You have Bran, yeah, who can see the future. <laughs> Who but was like, fine. put them in the clips. Did you see that little drawing that someone did? It's like, what was Bran doing the whole time? Ye- and then they drew birds <laughs> flying Arya in. <laughs> like, and that's why she's like flying in at oh, that last Oh, that's really shot. good. That's, very that's hilarious. I just, it's just the, it's just really purely for entertainment purposes only that they put them in the crypts. Yeah. And I and I hate that they wanted just a moment for like absolute despair for well, everybody. But you the could thing is, say that the you could make a case for the crypts were still the safest place compared to anywhere else, the most impenetrable spot. Even the, if not, there's dead people, yeah, where else are they going to be? Six dead people <laughs> to like, deal with is less than hordes and hordes but, anywhere else. But it's like the bottom line is is what they know for sure is that the Night King can raise the dead. You know where they should have been, and they kept everyone so where, the where the dead. <laughs> <laughs> you want to put them where the fewest dead people. You know where they should have been. That yeah. could still be the, the crypts. crypts. They all should have just been not. They knew at they were all going to die. <laughs> they should have sent yeah, them away. Them a, like let them go the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah they're that's, moving at either yes. horse or human speed. Oh, he could get away. Yes. Also, Tormund got around him. He's like, don't worry, we we, we ditched him. We it's, can all get out of here. Okay, okay. It's when, literally created for entertainment and entertainment. Yeah, gonna, gonna end it all on a positive note. I'll give everybody some homework. I don't know if you guys have seen this yet. Great video online called. A bar full of oh. people watch the end of Game of oh, Thrones. Oh yeah, is that real? Everyone's yes. saying it's fake. Why would it be fake? Wait, we watch it after because I want to. I want to see. Yeah. It, I I, wanna... So people on the internet are mad why would it, about. Why so would it be fake? Not only are they mad about it, they're saying it was from a World Cup game Wait. and they. Superimposed Game of Thrones. Is it over. from a balcony shot, looking at a bar full of people, giant screen, and the camera like no, goes around? No, no. that's an okay, older one. So that's but they use that one all the time. I'm gonna go. I don't know whose water bottle that is. Know. Mike Cousins. Oh yeah, that's probably nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I I'm watched gonna, it. And I'm gonna latch onto my positivity. Yeah, I'm and skeptical I'm... <laughs> because, but I, there were people on the internet saying that it was like fake. But I don't okay, care. Okay, okay, but I'm, I'm skeptical. Down. I'm okay. skeptical. We can look at we, you're Steve Zaragoza. You're Steve Downey. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't Junior. want that to be my topic. I forgot that I wanted to talk real briefly about the, uh, an isolation chamber that I did. I oh did yes. Do it. What was your experience? And, uh, well, uh, it was right before. We were going into this thing that we've been doing for a little bit, mm-hmm. and so it was right before a high pressure moment. And I went in, and I had a great time. You ever done this before? An isolation is that chamber? the floating one? Yeah. Is that the floating okay, wait, tank uh, or whatever you want to call it? Uh, sensory deprivation. Yeah, sensory deprivation. yeah I've done it. Yeah, yes. and I I accidentally dropped salt water in my eye, and I had to get out. Of uh, really I fast. got salt yeah. water in my eyes. Well. Yeah, it, I had it, to stop, turn the light on, <laughs> get water out of my eyes, go back. It to sounds sleep. like you guys did, did the exact bottle? opposite yes. of sensory <laughs> de- <laughs> deprivation. Yep. They uh, give you a squirt bottle, and I just kept emptying it into my face. Same thing. But I I was I actually didn't um I didn't turn the lights on, so I was in pitch black, just like oh birds. It's so cool. It's so cool. The sensory deprivation chamber is an experience where they remove uh, the sensation of your senses as much as possible. So you get into a uh, warm water. This is the same temperature as your internal temperature. You take a shower beforehand. It's salt, so you float. You do not touch the ground. Um, I wear a ring, like a head ring. Did you use that? Mm-mm. A little flotation not to keep either. your head fully. like so, Because they say you don't fully relax, and so allow me to fully relax. And you spend an hour in there, and it's interesting because it's uh, you, you go to places. I saw some things. You hallucinate? I didn't hallucinate, but I, I definitely had some weird kind of... Things were happening. Things were firing in my brain that were not normal, and uh, and then it lasted 
it felt like it lasted a lot less time than it actually was. And then the lights came up and all for the rest of the evening, I was just spaced out. I was very just like looking off into the distance and very muted. And then uh, I went and hung out with y'all at the, and then kind of, I'm sorry, guy was, you know, and <laughs> it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Um, but then, yeah, I, the whole night I was just very just like, and um, yeah, I highly recommend them if anybody ever gets a chance. Sam, what was your experience? Uh, it, it was a wonderful experience. I saw colors and they were coming in like waves. Nice. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like yeah. fold I in on waves. each other. Yep. Yeah. I saw a thing that looked like it literally was like lat, like a color orb thing that was like floating around and it like fell onto the bottom of my frame and then like went off into the distance. It's super cool. It was a wonderful experience. And I was able to, that was the first time I ever like meditated. So I understood what like, it made me understand what they're talking about. It's not turning your brain off. It's just like <laughs> the heartbeat. It, it's focusing. <laughs> That's the creepy. <laughs> Is this, did hey, you, but you put can't two hear things your together? Own <laughs> or you can't hear your own heartbeat. Anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, it's so weird. Oh, because like, of the headphones, it feels like someone's like tummy is pressed against my ear. <laughs> <laughs> tummy. Uh, you saw things. I didn't see anything. Man, I've never seen anything. I want to see something someday. It was cool. I want to see a sleep paralysis demon. I'm so scared of that. Uh, I'm terrified no, you of don't. it. But I want to see it so I can face it and, and conquer it. Nah. Have you ever had it? No, Me but I've wrong? heard that you can conquer it. Mm, have you seen it? Yeah. Ah. What does it look like? Uh, mine was just, don't do that. It looks like, uh, <laughs> I'll just take my headphones off looks and like, I don't uh, have to not Looks hear. like noob Cybot from Mortal Kombat. Uh, Everyone <laughs> says they're terrifying. They're, it, was the mo- it was the most terrifying experience. Like anytime yeah. someone says they've seen a paralysis demon or entity, it's always terrifying. It's, I've felt the majority of the stories, and my brother's experience, this is like they're on your chest and mm. you can feel a weight, but mine was a weight that was next to me. Mm. And like I felt it was the size of a human and it was just <laughs> indented in the And bed. the thing is, is like <clears throat> there are scientific reasons for your body going into sort of a, like a you know, sleep. like when your body goes into REM, it goes into the sleep state. They say that like it really does go into this kind of like lockdown mode where your body just so you don't like roll off. So you cliffs. don't roll off your bed yeah. or off cliffs or whatever. Cliffs. You've never had it. You've never experienced. I mean, uh, one time I actually <laughs> I fell say asleep. like you haven't experienced a demon in the dead of night. I fell asleep hugging, kind of hugging myself, and then I somehow rolled face down, so both my arms fell asleep. And so oh. when I woke up, I was like, <laughs> no, I, I couldn't roll back. Oh, shit. Dude, I've done it. I've fallen asleep in my arms to the point where I lost complete function of them in the morning. It's the scariest. It's so right. scary. You oh, think my, it's permanent. My, There's my no... arm doesn't work anymore. Yeah. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah. yeah. This is the definition on Wikipedia of a shadow person. Oh. <sighs> a shadow person, also known as a shadow figure, shadow being, or black mass. That's how mine was, just an all black figure, mm-hmm. is the perception of a patch of shadow as a living humanoid figure. Particularly as interpreted by believers in the paranormal or super stop super. I'll seriously. I, I actually don't know. I actually don't know what yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Or supernatural has the presence of a spirit or other entity. Nope, 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 nope. And nope, here comes nope, the nope. scientific explanation, so we can all oh, sleep. Please, tonight. science, tell us. It's several physiological and psychological. Now you hit the heartbeat. <laughs> Several physiological and psychological conditions can account for reported experiences of shadowy shapes seeming alive. A sleep paralysis sufferer may perceive a shadowy or indistinct shape approaching them while they lay awake, paralyzed, and become increasingly alarmed. Neuroscientists Balan, Jalala, and V.S. Ramachandran have recently proposed oh, neurological theories creepy, for why people yeah. hallucinate shadow figures during sleep paralysis. A person, experienced hi- a person experiencing heightened emotion, such as while walking alone on a dark night, may incorrectly perceive a patch of shadow as an attacker. That's the thing. Like it's Ugh. it's um it can be explained in a, in scientific ways that your brain kind of just like creates this imagery or whatever. But it is interesting, 
and and fascinating that everyone kind of sees the something same similar and yeah. the same experiences yep. yeah it's it really makes you it's fascinating that's all it is it's, i want to i want to read a book about it i know me too I, it's right <laughs> up my like dude hobby alley. of all the things like i want to experience that i haven't experienced sleep paralysis beings ghosts aliens all that stuff sleep i can't believe that's the one you want to see that scares the freaking I mean, crap I know. out of me I, i'm also for terif- aliens before a shadow yeah person. maybe I'm not also I don't terrified know. of it but i know that you Ugh. know even though there are these let's say these entities are real let's say that there are shadow people that come in in the middle of the night sometimes when you know they want to feed on your energy or whatever the fuck it they're is they're just doing their job you know, <laughs> clocking in, clocking out. <laughs> so let's say they're another real. Day, Whatever we are doing as individuals in this room is is allowing us to live our lives to the point where we have we are currently living them without having been hurt by or affected by these beings. So if they are real, it means that there's also a way to keep them away from harming you. And if just seeing them is the worst that they can kind of do, then I'm kind of okay with it. I know that in my experience, I felt at that time in my life, it was a very dark, bad time. And I myself wasn't in a good place. And so I think that that also might hinder your chances of seeing one. I think yeah. psychological stress and mm-hmm. feeling under a lot of pressure can, I think, cause those things. And if you're doing okay yeah. mental health-wise, I think you're less likely That's what to... I'm saying. If you're so far so Could good... I mean, again, like the spiritual stuff, the, the new agey kind of like energy universe type stuff if you if you're kind of not privy to it if you feel like you haven't like experienced something like it i feel like it just means that you know it's not time yet you're maybe. right i'm perfect that's right you're that's perfect why. there yeah, you go thank oh you. congratulations Joe, thank you congratulations. Sam. you're perfect i'm more i'm honestly more scared of uh when i was a kid sometimes you hear cabinets closing our house yes and i'm more scared about like that yes. one like like you know like the boyfriend that lives in the attic and comes down and steals the person's yeah, yeah, food yeah yeah i'm more scared of that oh the guy living in yeah. there yeah yes. more yes. personally like, the slow creaking of a door compared to the intentional slamming of a cabinet is yeah. so much different. Like, <laughs> so we had like, a, somebody just be <laughs> okay, like, go ahead, go ahead. we had a, I was up, all of us sleep upstairs in our apartment. We have an upstairs and a downstairs. And mm-hmm. like last two weeks, like two weeks ago, we were all upstairs and I hear a, something like crash, something fell off a wall or something downstairs. And I was like, I don't want to go down there. I love my family, but I am so, so scared <laughs> to go down there right now. Mm-hmm. I'm so nervous, and now I have to go down there, and I'm telling my wife, I don't want to go down and there. And even though yep. it seems irrational, yeah. there's just something about it. And I wasn't scared that it was a ghost or a sleep paralysis monster or an alien. <laughs> I was like, there could be a human down there that wants to hurt me. Yep, that's <laughs> so, the real life stuff. That's the scary stuff. Yeah. So really quick, let me tell you guys this story about this one night. So my friend Jeff and I, we were best friends when we were younger kids, and he would spend the night in my house. And my bedroom was, my bedroom faced the street of the, of our neighborhood. So like, you know, we, my bedroom was like right in the front of the house. So it was like the doorway. So if you're looking at my house straight on, it's the doorway. And then to the left, there's a window and that's my bedroom. So we, you know, we'd be trying to go to sleep or joking around or or whatever. And then all of a sudden we'd hear like this wheelchair, (laughs) like outside. And, and we were like, we were we were kind of like oh what's that and i look out the window and it's this so my neighbor's house was a halfway house like mm. my whole life and it was like recovering alcoholics and like oh, you know boy. people that were like being reinstated back into the world what from a like, nightmare for your parents having kids next to them oh it, it it was bad we had the cops come through our house one time to get into our backyard cuz wow. there was like a guy that like hopped the fence anyway um <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, anyway. This informed your sense of humor at all? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. You slightly dark and on the edge of yeah, being too yeah. inappropriate? Yeah. No, of course not. <laughs> um, so anyway, so there was this guy, and he was in a wheelchair, and he had he might have been a, a vet, like a Vietnam veteran, because he had no legs, but he had his arms, and he had this electric wheelchair, and he, and just like you know, midnight, and we'd hear him pass the window, and then, and then you'd hear his little gate open, and then he'd go, and then he'd go into that place. And so one night, we it had happened. It just kept happening. These all these weekends that he would spend the night or whatever. Here comes the guy in the wheelchair. And one night we were just like trying to spook each other out and scare each other, and we were like, <laughs> oh, how no. fucking. And then we started to make each other laugh because it's kind of funny. But we were like, what if one night we're laying here and you just hear the zzzz, and it's like, oh, there's the guy in the wheelchair. And then all of a sudden you hear zzzz, and it stops kind of like in front of the house we're at. <laughs> and then you hear my like front gate being like messed with. <laughs> and then it's like, what the fuck? And then you hear like, and then. <laughs> and you hear it like coming up to the doorway and like we're like right the wall is connected to the to the front of to the living room of the house yeah, where yeah. Like, you come in and then i'm like what the fuck and I, we were just laughing about how funny that is and then i was like well obviously he couldn't get in and he's like well and then we were like what if he got to the door and then all of a sudden you hear like you hear like keys <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like, if you heard the zzz <laughs> and then it stopped and you were with your friend and you were like, what? It stopped. And then you get up to, to get, get out the window and it's just an empty <gasps> wheelchair. The wheelchair's Whoa. empty! Oh In God. that moment, you oh, hear your door open. Oh, shit! What, what, if you, what if you, yeah, you would just start hearing thumps, either like oh hands my God. or try like hand, <gasps> hand. Yeah. Dude, what if it's like, Hand, no, what hand. if it's like walking on the hands? Oh, like at like, the end yeah. of Freaks? Like it's done it before. Yeah, oh <laughs> like real fast. Like it's skilled at it. And then you hear it like on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst. But I always just thought it was the yeah, funniest. Yeah, you look down, you see an empty wheelchair, and then you just see in the window a hand just slam onto the sill. Fun. <laughs> oh, my God. God, oh my but I was God. Thought, but it always got really funny when you could when you hear him pull out some keys. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? He has keys to my house, and then you just hear the door open. Dude, we just came up with a uh, a lost story from Scary Stories. Remember those books? Oh yeah, yeah. the movie's coming out. It looks yeah. so good too. It looks like they're being very, very faithful know, to the source I know, material. I know. Ugh. Yeah. Can we watch that trailer after I'm, this, and I'm, then we'll watch? What was the other thing you I wanted to see? I don't know. I'm really scared Game of Thrones right bar. Yeah, <laughs> it's that a was creepy. Game of Thrones bar. Tale. That's yeah. really. That's. I like that story. Yeah. The one with the wheelchair. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like not it. being in the chair. Just yeah. some, dude, just not being in the chair. I have not seen that. That's mm-hmm. really cool. You could make it like a lights out short, where yeah. it's just like just simple, like something easy, mm-hmm. where it's like this is a normal thing that shouldn't be scary. And, and you can hire people who are like quadriplegic, and and they use them for like zombie movies and stuff, and they get them like to do stuff where that with it. Ooh. Like we could probably mm-hmm. probably cast a kind of interesting looking, we, or person. we could just break Sam's legs. Yeah, yeah what am I doing with him? I'm bad at running. Just Sam, you don't mind if we break your legs? Break your legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worked up. All right, up now. let's get the hell out of here, guys. Yeah. yeah. So what? An Sorry, episode. Joe. I uh, yeah, I took two topics. I no, no, that was okay. good. We all had. I'll make up for for not having this one was for the next an engaging conversation <laughs> yeah. about uh, all things nerd culture, and we even got into scary stories next. Yeah. Very happy. It's one of my so favorite book series delved ever. Delved into psychology and spirituality. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a uh, this has been a great episode of the Valley Cast, everybody. Sam, um, will you please uh, just pimp out everything that you do? Anything and everything. youtubecom slash might be awesome. Please subscribe and watch the videos there because we're putting a good amount of money in there. If it doesn't 
doesn't do well, then you're going to get real sad. But so far, so good. So please <laughs> Great, go man. check that out. And yeah, that's the main thing. Uh, it might be awesome. Go, go YouTube And it. then Sam Basher on the Twitters and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Twitter, Instagram, all the good ones. Great. Oh, you well, guys have a Patreon too, right? Yes, we do. Shout, shout that out, buddy. Shout that yeah, out. I'm really not doing well here. <laughs> Patreon.com slash only stupid answers, but if you do, might be awesome. That'll come up too. So and that right. is that is spelled uh, patreon.com slash T H E V A L L E Y F O L K. So, dude, thank you for coming, Sam. I want to see you here more, please. And I'd love, we'd love to do some cross pollination and yeah. get DJ in here too. Yeah, please and thank you. Game of Thrones, we can we talk about yeah, it. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, I love that. Maybe when Game of Thrones ends, we could do like a big, like, let's all do our Game of Thrones thoughts as a series with like a bunch of people or something. I'm down. Um, okay, well, anyway. Let's do it um, live. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, maybe we'll do it live. That's a great idea. Um, all right, so yeah, patreon.com slash thevalleyfolk. If you want to be a patron of the Valley Folk, you get this podcast early and a bunch of cool goodies and stuff. And uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.